The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. Animation Conversation Weekly for September 3rd, 2009. I'm Arndal Alsaksel. And my name is Morten Overly. And we will be guiding you through the show. Today on Animation Conversations, we have your weekly dose of animated news. And finally, we have a review of the Black Cauldron. Ta-da! <laughs> we continue on our quest to complete our top animated feature list. Alright, here's this week's Animation Conversation News. So, if you had four billion dollars in cash and felt like going shopping, you could get Marvel Entertainment, and uh, Disney just did. <laughs> now they own the rights to Marvel's five thousand characters and all of its licenses. Um, imagine all the new possibilities. Disney doing a high school musical version of Spider-Man. I don't know, but uh, maybe Pixar could do something cool. Uh, oh, there's an article over at Slash Film, uh, and I quote, We've talked about this internally. Pixar boss John Lasseter talked to the Marvel guys about this, and they all got excited about it. We think there's ultimately some exciting product that could come out of it. Sparks will fly. Sounds like Lasseter is very interested at the possibilities. I wouldn't even think that Lasseter uh, liked Marvel uh, stuff, but uh, I'm, I'm uh, certainly possibly wrong, right? <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see, I guess, and finally, I mean... You think there's going to be Marvel guy, Marvel movies coming out from uh, Pixar? I really doubt that. You do? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I don't know. I mean, they've got, they've got a huge, uh, huge gallery of characters and, and stories. Yeah, uh, but they, they, they always do original stories. That's uh, sort of their, uh, their thing, you know? Well, um, Andrew Stanton's doing a feature film. With, yeah, but that's uh, not for... Uh, Pixar? Or, it is it's a co-production, Pixar, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a live-action movie, so that's yeah. somewhat different. Maybe they're going to expand to doing doing uh, other stuff in animation, too. I hope not. I mean, Disney acquiring Pixar was... I don't know. Uh, I wasn't too happy about that when that happened. And uh, now they're taking over Marvel as well. Um, I mean, I've, I've read in the articles that they say nothing is going to happen immediately. It, um, that it'll take time before it kind of... Uh, uh, the shopping spree goes into effect, so uh, I guess we'll find out in a, a year yeah. or so. Well, to put it to put it this way, I hope we don't end up with products uh, in the same alley as the your next bit. Did you see the original uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks movie? Uh, no, I saw the the TV series, the animated TV series when I was a kid. Oh, really? Uh, and was... I really I really enjoyed those. Huh? They, they were cheesy, but I liked them. Was that two D? Yeah. Of course it was. You were a kid in the 60s, so that makes sense. Yeah, 60s, 80s, somewhere in between. <laughs> anyway, they, they're coming out with a sequel to the 3D movie that came out in 2000, 
seven, six, seven, eight. I don't know. Um, it's called uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks: The Squeakquel, and uh, there's a trailer on uh, there's a trailer on uh, Apple.com/trailers, and it looks kind of cheesy. It's uh, that's a big surprise. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but they're... I must admit, I I usually I really hate like really bad taglines, but the squeakquel I actually I find that kind of funny. Yeah, that, yeah, that's if, a funny tagline. If nothing else, it's a good tagline. Yeah, but uh, apparently uh, the chipmunks I don't know them very well, but they're called Alvin, Simon, and Theodore. Uh, they meet uh, three chipmunks that are girl chipmunks, monks called <laughs> called the chipettes. <laughs> Brittany, oh, Eleanor, and uh, Janet, and uh, uh, Romantic Sparks Ignites, something like that. There's a <laughs> surprise for you. It sounds like one of those scripts you can write down in a napkin while you're waiting for your dinner to arrive. The interesting thing, although I, I haven't seen the original, uh, was that uh, there was no humor in the trailer at all, actually. So, maybe what's they, up with that? Maybe they spent all their brain cells coming up with the tagline. Yeah. But what, was the original uh, series funny? The, the TV series, you mean? Yeah. Well, it was your run-of-the-mill um, animated cartoon, uh, cartoon but I, I mean, I, I was six or seven when I was watching it, so in the <coughs> 80s. Um, yeah. But I really enjoyed it. I was a sucker for cartoons. I mean, they could probably, they, they could show me anything, and I, as long as it moved, I was happy. And uh, But I remember the, the funny voices made me laugh, And um, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. If if there are no news that week, we might go and see it and review it. We we have to be desperate. I mean, then we're pretty desperate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's move on. All right, this one uh, made me laugh. Um, um, over at uh, AWN, yeah, you could read about the Delgo creators looking to sue over Avatar. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, after the Avatar trailer came out, uh, a lot of people have commented on. I mean, there's been a lot of clips on the internet about. Uh, comparisons between Delgo and an Avatar, yeah. and and one person even said like Avatar is basically Delgo too. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, in the article, you can read about uh, there's a spokesperson for Fathom, the studio behind Delgo. Uh, and again, I quote, "From what is kind of it's quite funny. Um, from what <laughs> we have seen, we are amazed by the visual similarities between the two films, and we are reviewing what legal options may be available to us." <laughs> and, and this raises a question that I find kind of interesting. I mean, where do you actually draw the line? Like, when is a movie too similar to another movie that you actually you're entitled for mm. some kind of uh, financial? Uh, if there's if there's more than ten internet uh, like YouTube comparisons, then you're entitled for a loss for a lawsuit. They didn't make any money on Delgo, so they need to come up with some money to pay their creditors, right? Yeah, I'm just thinking. Yeah, uh, but. Um, by the, I mean, where does the judge in the, the in the courtroom like set this? Where he, does he draw the line? Yeah, doesn't really matter. We, I, I'm not gonna see that uh, Delgo movie anyway. So, I'm actually kind of. I, I remember the trailer and I was laughing or crying, crying on the inside. Um, <laughs> but apparently, it's been in production for a long time, and and now I'm kind of intrigued to see what what it's like. Just so that when I see Avatar, I can kind of draw the comparisons. Yeah. Uh, last uh, last Wednesday, we were all crying because uh, there's a guy called Marty Murphy who died last uh, Wednesday, August twenty sixth. He he was a regular uh, at uh, Playboy as a cartoonist, and he did a bunch of uh, this production design for Mr. Magoo and uh, 
Fritz the Cat and uh, a bunch of other storyboards. And he worked on DuckTales and Garfield and uh, Friends and the Tom and Jerry the movie. Um, there was, a, there was a, a memorial service yesterday, so I guess we missed that. Should we all move to France? Seems like France is the biggest TV tuning industry in Europe over at AWN again. They're saying that in France now, business has boomed thanks to domestic backing, including compulsory broadcaster investment plus CNC subsidies and tax breaks that cover between 10 and 80% of series budgets. Lots of co-productions with American studios and high quality work as well. Seems like the industry is and has been buzzing for a while. And they probably have been... Oh, and, and also they probably have one of the best animation schools as well, the Gobelin. I mean... Seems like the animation industry and community in France is uh, is sizzling. I mean, they have been for a while, and uh, but um, also reading further in the article, uh, it's it's not just that it's the most it's biggest animation industry in in Europe, but it's actually with a with a fairly big lead. Um, and they have the whole Annecy thing. Yeah, but it's they're crazy about animation and cartoons and comics and. Um, but I was just thinking, like, this is a, a more lo- on a more local level, but, I mean, we can never compete in Norway at the same level, the, the amount of the, and the size of the productions. But is there a way for us to compete in quality? Or do those two kind of go hand in hand, size and, you know, you need a big community to get good artists and good projects? We could probably compete on uh, just, uh, you know, the quality of the renders and all that stuff and... Uh designs and you know but i think a lot of the stuff that comes out of france is really original and they come up with a lot of cool mixes of 2d and 3d and uh yeah it's uh, this the gobla is is probably a big uh force behind that right well it's it's, some people say it's the best animation school right now to go to if yeah and it's really hard to get in uh but also just uh all the productions going on and, 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 the, and, the, sh- and the sheer scale of the um, in the industry there and, and um, uh, all, all the feature movies that are uh, feature films that they're doing. And um, I, I just don't think, I mean, you're never in a country like ours going to get productions of such quality just because there's not a big enough talent pool to draw from. I mean, you're going to yeah. get like the one or the other, but that's not enough for a big, for a team to make a, uh, bigger project and yeah. um, so in that respect i don't think we're ever going to be able to compete and it, and, so, and we also talked about this before they have uh, really good uh, solutions for artists that uh, are out of work so they get to work true. on their own stuff while they're waiting for a big project and also like it says in the article with tax tax breaks that cover between 10 and 80 percent of series budgets i mean there's no way you could get that here i mean <laughs> here there's like because first off, it's expensive to make a like if you're say you're, for example you're making a, an animated TV show seven eight minutes yeah there's no way you're gonna get funding for fifty percent or even eighty percent of that and because it does cost yeah. a lot of money to make uh, unless you come up uh, if if you come up with fifty uh, percent of the money yourself they're gonna sponsor yeah. the rest right but exactly. I, I guess that's exactly. only on movies I don't know. I think it's the same in animation as well. The only thing is, you know, if you're an animator, you have an animator's salary, and there's no way you're going to be able to save up for 50% of a <laughs> TV series, short film, or a movie, uh, unless you win the lottery. So, no, you, you've got to have some someone big on board. You've got to find not... a rich uncle or... or um, yeah, 
some private investors, I it guess. Doesn't, it doesn't really help if you have the local TV t- stations either, because or the national TV stations, because they come up with a bit of money, but not not anywhere close to fifty percent. No, that's, maybe that's, maybe fifty percent of a pilot pilot I, if you're really lucky. I heard they pay the same rates for a feature film or a yeah. video footage as they do for animation. That just doesn't yeah. make sense. But this no. is very um, Norwegian related, so we should probably just cut it off here and move on. <laughs> we should. Uh, I guess that was the news, right? So it seems like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's move over. Um, let's move on to our um, movie of the week. Excited! I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, uh, we saw Black Cauldron. You saw it today. I saw it yes, a week ago. Yes, I finally got around to watching it. Yeah. I had quite uh, the expectations for this one for some weird reason, but we can <laughs> touch back on that later. Yeah. Um, do you want to do the introductions, the honors? Um, yeah, the the Black Cauldron uh, is uh, as some people, most people know, is a uh, Disney uh, Disney animation from nineteen eighty five. It was directed by Ter Berman and Ted Berman and uh, Richard uh, Rich. I love that name, Richard Rich. Richard Rich. <laughs> Richard <laughs> Rich. Sounds, sounds like something from a comic book. Yeah, I'm guessing he, uh, people call him Richie. Um, and, it, <laughs> and it's based on uh, a novel uh, by or a novel series actually by um, Lloyd Alexander called The Chronicles of Prydain Legend has it there was once a king so cruel and so evil that the gods feared him since no prison could hold him, he was trapped forever in the form of a great black cauldron. The old king, that black-hearted devil. Walt Disney Pictures presents The Black Cauldron. Escape into a world of darkness. Are you coming? Me? Go in there? Oh, no, no, no. It's a terrible place. A world of excitement. <sighs> a world of dreams. Aaron, the greatest warrior, a true hero. And through the magic of 70-millimeter photography and six-track Dolby sound, you will be transported to a fantasy event for the entire family. Look, look, sire, it's working. Soon the Black Cauldron will be mine. In the great tradition of Disney animated classics, now comes the newest Disney spectacle of them all, the Black Cauldron. So I'm going to try and give a short recap for those of you that haven't... um been able to see the black cauldron so here goes um taran is an assistant pig keeper i love this job description <laughs> it's good to have on your resume um he wants to become a great warrior how original anyways so he's in possession of a magical pig that can tell the future uh the pig is called Henwen, and uh the pig knows the whereabouts of a magical cauldron called the black cauldron now, there's an evil villain in this movie, of course, and the, his name is the Horned King, and he wants this cauldron so he can create a badass evil army and take over the world. Kind of reminds you of the Lord of the Rings, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? I was going to mention that. 
Uh, evil villain kidnaps Pig, assistant pig keeper has to retrieve Pig, and uh, on his journey he meets a gallery of crazy characters. Uh, among them are a stubborn princess, uh, an exaggerated, exaggerating bard, sorry, and a creature called Gurgi who talks like Gollum and looks like a 90-year-old teddy bear. Uh, and also on his way he learns that being a hero isn't as glamorous as he thought. So, Arland, uh, did you enjoy this movie? Um... Yeah, I I think I should probably just start off with some thoughts about the movie. Um, Interesting, because <laughs> this this is really a very different from uh, any other Disney movie uh, you've ever seen. I can pretty much guarantee you that. Uh, but is the- that good or bad? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we should get back to that. But um, I, I was going to say that um, the the stuff that makes it kind of stand out is um, there. Uh, for the first time in a Disney movie, I've seen there's blood yeah. in the movie. Twice, actually. Yeah. At and least it, twice. And it's really dark. Uh, it's it's scary. It's quite scary for kids. I guess it would be really scary. I saw on IMDb a lot of people said they wouldn't let their kids see that movie because it was too scary. Were, were you scared, Alan? Be honest now. Be honest. <laughs> I was trembling in my sofa and I had to take my uh, feet off the ground. Oh. <laughs> And um, there's um, there's no songs. I don't think there were any songs, were there? Not there? that I can remember, no. No. Uh, and I think I think there's a lot of cool stuff in this movie. It's it's kind of a great universe. I like the universe and the uh, the atmosphere of the movie. Um, the sounds the soundscape is kind of lacking. The the mix is bad. Oh boy, is it? Yeah, it's really bad. You can hear the narration and the the characters. It doesn't sound like, sound like the 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 uh, voices are coming from the characters. It's kind of strange. And um, but what I le- really like about this is, is that it's kind of the old style of Disney animation. It's not as stylized as the stuff they do today. And that's part of the reason I prefer the old Disney classics. But for me, uh, it's one of the better Disney movies I've seen. Uh, even though there's a desperate need of a restoration on this thing uh, for this. Okay, I, I agree with you on the universe bit. I enjoyed the universe and I, I thought it was great that it was dark and gritty. And that was one of the reasons I was really, really looking forward to this one. Even though it's a complete copy of the Lord of the Rings uh, story. <laughs> yeah, but I... In, in the beginning, at least. Yeah, and boy, did I hate this movie. Uh, I, <laughs> really? I was so disappointed. Um, first off, the guy, the voice casting for the the main, the, the main character, Taran, horrible. Yeah. No personality. Yeah. Um, I agree. And, uh, but I think that might be the mix, not just the No, 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 no. That voice. was the voice. It was so flat. and It, it, it felt like you... To me, <laughs> this felt like watching a theater play. And the introduction of the movie was so incredibly boring... And and uh, I love the names. I mean, it's, it's so cheesy. It's like, uh, oh yes, you have to go into the forbidden forest, past the yeah. secret bridge, and then ex- and you're just like, oh come, just. Oh. No. I was really <laughs> frustrated watching this. Uh, and even this with a with a movie being this dark, I mean, that just puts an even bigger emphasis on the need for good voice casting to get to get your characters to feel alive and to associate and yeah. uh, and get to go along the journey with them. And um, for the life of me, I can't understand why they didn't put the evil villain sequence, like the first introduction of the 
of the villain. They should have put that in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Not this dark, yeah. cloudy cauldron in the sky. Just incredibly boring, flat introductions. Yeah. The, the, the physical comedy and the gags seemed forced and incredibly thoughtless. This is the first time watching a Disney movie where I got put out of the story because the characters were off-model. I thought uh, at its worst, it looked like a, a well-animated Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Uh, <laughs> the, the funniest thing for me in this movie was the, the, the term orac- oracular pig. Uh, that was that to me. That was the highlight of the movie. Uh, I was yeah. really let down by this. Uh, yeah, it's a huge, huge disappointment. And to be, just to get, to, this is this is even. I hated this more than uh, the Daft Punk movie. I mean, this is really this is at the bottom of my list. Oh, I actually, really? I actually even almost it was this might be pushing it, but. <laughs> It just seems incredibly cheap. And like you said, it's a ripoff of... I mean, a lot of movies are ripoffs, but at least they put some effort into it and, and try to put some originality into it. And uh, this has just seemed incredibly flat. And hmm. oh, I was incredibly bored watching this. Maybe well, it was because I, my I, expectations I, were high. But Yeah, my, my ex- expectations weren't that, that high because I heard it was uh, kind of flawed. And I, I think it's, it's... It's incredibly flawed. I, I mean, think it could have been a really good movie if they if they'd spend more time in in the story department first off. Yeah, but also the in the in the cutting room. Oh, there's so many sequences that doesn't even they don't even make sense. Like uh, he gets uh, uh, he goes in the castle and he of course he oversees them uh, trying to force the pig into telling the future and showing them where the the black cauldron is. Um, kid slips or uh, they. F- they see him and he gets. Uh, well, anyways, he ends up with the pig in front of the evil villain, yeah. and something happens. I can't remember what, what exactly it was. And then he, and he jumps running. out the window. And then, yeah, and he, and he just starts running, and the room is filled with I don't know a hundred evil badass uh, henchmen, and yeah. he just runs out. And even in some places, the cuts don't even make sense. It's just it's yeah. really bad. It's yeah. not, it doesn't seem like it's a finished movie. No, but I, 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 I don't know. For some reason, I liked it more than I usually like uh, the average Disney movie. Just because of the, the uh, I, I liked how it, they dared to do something else, and 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 I liked that there were no songs because I, I hate those I hate, songs yeah, in Disney movies. And and uh, I liked a lot of the, the and the animation was actually really good. A lot of it was, it was bad, but um, well, I, I think it's a flawed classic. I actually thought this movie was from the late 70s, early 80s. I was actually surprised to see that it was from 85. Just because of the state it was in. Uh, I also remember reading somewhere that Tim Burton did character designs for this movie. But they yeah, were, he did uh, a bunch of them. But, uh, they were never they used because they were too crazy. I think a lot of them were used, but he, okay. a lot of them was uh, rejected too. And uh, Andreas Deja ended up uh, doing a lot of his work. So this was one of Andreas' first uh, movies, I think. And if you look in the in the um, in the end end credits, uh, you can see names like Ron and John and uh, Bernie Matthinson and even Eric Larson worked on this. And a lot of the old nine guy uh, nine old men actually worked on this movie. So that, that's kind of interesting. So it has kind of it it has a lot of uh, it has some magic from the old movies, but it, it's a shame it's crap though. <laughs> where where are you putting it at the top at the Bottom? At the far bottom. 
I, I was really <laughs> let down by this. Um, huh. Well, I, I'm putting it uh, beneath Kiriko and above Aladdin. I'm sorry yeah, to say. You're a, you're a sick, sick man. <laughs> Too many songs in Aladdin. <laughs> Come on, it's Aladdin! Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> we should end this travesty. <laughs> so, uh, next week, um, Wally? Yeah, is that next week? Yeah, I, if you feel like it. Wally. Like I mean, yeah. up's coming up <clears throat> soon. So, uh, I thought it would be nice with a warm-up. Yeah, why not? I, I'm going to say right now that I I absolutely hated Wally when I saw it at the cinemas in the States. Uh, but I was really tired, so... You didn't maybe, fall asleep again, did you? I, I had so great ex- expectations, so I was really disappointed about the last uh, hour, the first, really. the first 20 minutes, they should release that as a separate movie. <laughs> Exactly. But uh, I'm going to see it again and try and uh, see it with different eyes. Definitely. So the only thing left, I guess, is to round up this week's ACP. Yes. Um, we'll be back next week with, uh, you guessed it, new more news and animation-related stuff. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. That's twittr.com slash acpnews. And please leave us a voicemail on Skype. Our username is still... Animation, conversation, one word. Have we gotten voicemail yet? Uh, probably plenty, but I <laughs> I haven't checked the answering it's machine in a crammed. while. crammed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you'll find a link for that in the, in the, uh, on the website. Uh, and if you feel we're doing a good job, uh, we think we're doing a, an okay job. It's getting better, I think. Yeah, it would be nice to get just one dollar once in a while, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe we could buy a new microphone for Yapok. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> so if you want to support us, you can do that by pushing the donate button on our site at the bottom of every post. And you can email us at feedback at animationconversation.com for tips. Don't forget to read our show notes where we put all the links related to the show. And our email, um, sorry web address is animationconversation.com That's it for this week's Animation Conversation Weekly and until next time, have fun and animate!